Welcome back to the NEOS Dance Theater Podcast. My name's Katie. I'm a dancer with NEOS, and I'm also your host. This is a podcast that bridges the gap between the audience and the stage. So it's been a while since you've heard from Neos on the podcast, but today I'm bringing you a special episode with some great behind-the-scenes content. I sat down with all of the dancers of Neos a couple days ago, and we talked about a 1940s Nutcracker. If you're not familiar with Neos, we don't perform your average Nutcracker. We've adapted the classic holiday ballet into something new and ex- exciting. Instead of being set in the 1800s, our Nutcracker is set in the 1940s. Marie, the main character, has a crush on her next-door neighbor, Johnny. Instead of Drosselmeyer, we have Marie's father coming home from the war for Christmas and gifting her the Nutcracker doll. In the second act, we have department store ladies instead of the Spanish divertisement, Mae West instead of Arabian, Rosie the Riveter instead of Chinese, Lauren Bacall and Humphrey Bogart take the place of Sugar Plum and Cavalier. In this episode, Bobby Westner, the artistic director, will tell you more about how this idea to create a brand new version of this classic tale came to be. You'll hear from the dancers about how they're feeling about the upcoming performances and what they're excited about. I'm also hoping this will make you laugh a little bit and make you feel like you're in the studio with us, joining in on the camaraderie. So without further ado, here's episode 8 of the Neos Dance Theater podcast. Alright, so I just want to start by introducing all of you guys. Some of you have made appearances on this podcast before, not all. So, Anna, tell us who you are. In The Nutcracker, I'm playing Mae West. Mm -hmm. And how long have you been with Neos? Uh, Since 2011. Cool. Yeah. Go ahead. Hi, I'm Brandon Leffler. Um, I am dancing in Waltz of the Flowers, as well as um, playing the wounded, wounded Soldier, as well as the Nutcracker, in the first act. This is my first project with Neo Stance Theater. I'm originally from Ohio, but have lived in New York for about 15 years, and I just recently moved back home. And so I'm super excited to be with you guys. Mm-hmm. We're excited to have you. Mm-hmm. It's been great. Mm-hmm. It's been such a pleasure having mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Fun, fast process. <laughs> Brooke Westner, I have been with the company since it started. I am the co-founder along with my husband, Bobby Westner. And yeah, this is, I have no idea how many nutcrackers this is. Help. A lot. Of this one of or this. like of life? Because oh. it's very different. Life is a long did you guys time. do Nutcracker growing up? I did my first Nutcracker variations when I was probably twelve. What was and it? And then I did my first um, Nutcracker full length in '93, and I was the Sugar Plum Fairy for mm. like sophomore, junior, and senior year of oh high my school. Gosh. Wow. Mm. Yeah. And so then a lot of sugar plums. Yeah. And then when you went to Milwaukee Ballet, I'm assuming you guys did Nutcracker. I broke my every... foot, so I couldn't do it oh. when I was in Milwaukee. But I did it all five years I was in Arizona. And even one of those years, I was pregnant. Four months pregnant with Genevieve. I had to do Arabian. So, yeah. And I've done Nutcracker when I've had to, like, run off the stage and nurse a baby and run back on the stage. So there have been all kinds of Nutcrackers. My oh, kids man. 
Has it been in them? In them? Yeah, my baby. There was like a baby in her in the nutcracker. Genevieve was like the, the baby. Really? Yeah. Here? Yeah, no. Um, she was in the first act. There was a nurse, and the nurse would carry around Genevieve or Mika. She mm -hmm. got to be in it too. That's so, cool. Yeah, lots of lucky them. Mm -hmm. I'm Caleb Riley. Um, this is my second season with Neos and my second nutcracker with Neos. And I think maybe only like my sixth nutcracker ever. So, yeah, um, I'm in the Waltz of the Flowers. I partner with Mae West in Act Two. And um, I'm also uh, Johnny's best friend in the first act. So we have a lot of fun at the, at the Christmas party together. His name's Chuck. Chuck, I'm I Chuck. I think Chuck's good, yeah. Mm. I like the Chuck. He likes to sled. Or Charles, too. Charles, yeah. Charlie. Yeah, Charlie. Cool. Matthew Roberts, um, I'm from Akron, and I've been with the company for three years now, uh, so it's my third time doing Nutcracker, um, although maybe eighth Nutcracker in my life. Um, didn't do it too much growing up, if anything, we did little excerpts from it, uh, just too but yeah, I'm playing Johnny. My name <laughs> is Lips, teeth, tip of the tongue. <laughs> uh, I'm Cassie Lee, and I've been with Nios for, I think, four years now. And I don't think that there's been a year since I was three years old that I haven't done a Nutcracker. Oh. So I've done Nutcracker every year, forever. <laughs> well, not I'm, that long. You're only 26. 26? Uh -huh. Wow, Casey. Wow, you're know. outing her age. Like, <laughs> Your brain's Red fully tennis. developed. I know. Wow, she cards her eyes. Very eyes. Yeah. And I, I remember that day. Hi, I'm Juliana. Um, I've been with Neos for, geez, like 10 years. I've been around for a while. I am doing Tuesday Musical in the second act, as well as Grandmother in the first act. Also, slash the wounded soldier's wife. <laughs> Different shows. Different shows. Not at the same time. Not at the same time. That would be interesting. Um, yeah, and I've been doing that crickers for a very long time. That's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> I'm Bobby Wessner. Brooke and I started the company a couple years back. Um, Just a couple. We did, yeah, this is like the sixth season. Uh, of being our own org. Um, before that, we operated under the NEO's name, but we were under the umbrella of the Renaissance Theater, which is the same theater where we opened this year's run, um, and the same theater where back in the day, a long, long time ago, I did my first Nutcracker, uh, <laughs> our first full length. And I think I was like the Harlequin doll and maybe the Spanish variation, if I, if I recall. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> that was many, many moons ago, like 25 years or so, and um, I don't know how many nutcrackers I've done or <laughs> how many different versions. Um, Neos is talking about doing like 
three or four different versions <laughs> next year. We've got some ideas. So what were some of those tuned. ideas we thought of? I don't know if we can talk about that. The titles are, <laughs> working titles are still to be. <laughs> yeah, subject matter too. One of might involve tapping something and then rock and roll. Maybe blues. Yeah. Someone no doing yoga very, during the soldier dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. It's a ballet that speaks to all kinds. Oh, yeah. It can be adapted in many ways. Yeah. Many well, ways. I'm Katie. I've been on this podcast before. Um, this is my third season with Neos. And really, this is probably just my fifth Nutcracker. I didn't do Nutcracker growing up. I did one Nutcracker guesting when I was at college, and then one with Cincinnati Ballet, and then this is my third Nutcracker with Neos. I'm doing Department Store Ladies, Flowers, Snow, and Marie's Friend. Yeah. So, Bobby, can you tell us how the 1940s Nutcracker came to be? Why did you decide to do a completely different version, and how did that evolve? When did we first get this idea? Um, it started, I was doing some guestings and I did like five different Nutcrackers in one season. So each weekend I did a different Nutcracker with a different partner and a different version. And I spent a lot of time on the road and a lot of time in hotels and I was Nutcracker, Nutcracker, Nutcracker. So we started joking around about it because some of the same people in the same circuit were traveling around too. So many hours in the car and just kind of bantering and having fun about the prequel of the Nutcracker or the sequel of the Nutcracker. Mm -hmm. Just silliness, really. <clears throat> I started to really think about what it would be to do my own version and I, I knew that I wanted it to be more theatrical, like I wanted it to be more like theater. Uh, in, in its origin, I wanted it to be kind of this like chamber ensemble, very small, very intimate. I even envisioned it in like small, small, like black box theater houses at first. Um, when we started to develop it and the ball started rolling, it became a little bigger. Then that, although I think our um, first act, party scene and street scene still reflect the, um, that original idea of being mm -hmm. intimate and uh, character driven, but I really wanted to solve the problem of um, the first act activities and action and drama that would be a follow line into the second act to d draw a very clear um, line from what the lead character, in most versions it's Claire, but in ours it's Marie, what she's experiencing and why mm -hmm. in the second act. Mm -hmm. Then I started to think about what's Christmas and I thought of what's been like kind of the most long-standing way we celebrate Christmas here in the States was kind of planted in seeds of those iconic movies in the early 1940s. Mm -hmm. So then that era just kind of stood out. Um, and in my opinion, it, the, the music could translate into that kind of like a little bit more of a contemporary or jazzy style of movement. and. The World War II thing made a lot of sense with the battle scene. Yeah. Um, I hate, I, I didn't hate Strum. I've never really cared for Drosselmeyer as a dude. So <laughs> replacing him with the dad made, you know, a nice, yeah. uh, more intimate and more personal 
relationship <coughs> between the recipient of the gift. Right, not just some creepy guy who comes in and does some magic. Yeah, with like a patch on his eye, and he doesn't comb his hair, and he plays with dolls all the time. Like, that's just not right. So I think he, the dad brings, you know, his oldest daughter a gift. He's been traveling, and he's a, a general or some, in some capacity, serving in World War II. So he's been traveling internationally. So I, I feel like kids that would have received gifts from over-travel seas in that time, o overseas travel in that time, <clears throat> that would really make them just awe and wonder, yeah. right? So I think that that inspires mm -hmm. and sparks her dream. Yeah. Did you have anything to do with this 1940s Nutcracker when it first started? <clears throat> or was this all Bobby? This was all Bobby. He's really the creative one. Mm -hmm. I just... Um, Dance. <laughs> <laughs> she she gives me a lot a of thumbs up, thumbs yeah. down, though. You know, like, You're just a body. I'm I just got, a body. <laughs> 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 um, you should do some PKs. I do some PKs and <laughs> What are you doing in the Nutcracker? You, me? Yeah. Uh -huh. I mean, I already know. I'm, the gr I'm so excited. <laughs> I've never played grandpa before. And my body is feeling more and more like I can just own that role. <laughs> so really I'm playing grants. It's great. But then I'm really excited because this, I mean, I'm joking about my body feeling old, but I'm not joking. Because, you know, I get to dance um, Humphrey Bogart again this year with Brooke. And I didn't last year, so I kind of missed it. But I'm feeling like maybe that's it's the end of mm -hmm. roles like that. Like mm -hmm. roles yeah. that require yeah. like Intensity. lots of, yeah. Flashy, yeah. trashy stuff. Yeah, cool. So, Brooke, Nutcracker season's super, it's a busy time for dancers, but it's also the holiday season, so it's a busy time to be a parent. Mm -hmm. How have you been able to balance your time with your kids? And I guess this is a question for Bobby, too, just with there being so many extra things that happen around the holidays. Have you had to miss out on some things? How do you deal with that? Well, that's probably the hardest thing for me. Um, as a mom, I think that's my first pull, and I always think I want to see what you're doing and uh, the things that you're involved in, and that it, it does get very tough. Um, we are going to go to some dress rehearsals. Uh, the girls are doing a choir mm -hmm. performance this Sunday of our Nutcracker, so we're going to go see the dress rehearsal. Um, they're also performing at a, foot, uh, at a basketball game. Um, you know, Genevieve's going to sing with the jazz, a jazz concert. I think we're missing all those things. <laughs> There's a lot of things we're missing. Um, but it's so funny because the maturity level of my girls, when I would come home and be so upset about something that they would miss and they would just say, Mom, like, you need to dance. Like, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's totally fine. Like, we're fine. Um, I think sometimes maybe it gets to me more than it does them. They're, they seem very mature about it. But, um, yeah, it's, it's hard, but... I think we all understand that, you know, this is our livelihood and mm -hmm. this is what puts food on our table and <laughs> tinsel on our tree. So, yeah. <laughs> and it's probably kind of fun for them to have parents that are dancers. It's a lot different than mm -hmm. any other parent that they probably encounter. So, yeah, I it's think, probably inspiring. You know, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I mean, sometimes I think, you know, we're just mom and dad, but other times when we perform at the kids' school, and it's like, mm -hmm. those are your parents, yeah. and they're movie stars, and they're like, uh, <laughs> not really. <you> know? <laughs> <laughs> so, but that is cool. They, 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 think it's, they think it's cool. Yeah. So, it's mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. Anna, so how many Nutcrackers have you done in your life? You've, have you been doing a Nutcracker every year, like Cassie, kind of? 
Um, actually, I, I, my first Nutcracker was with Oakland Ballet in 04. A couple of Nutcrackers with them, a couple of Nutcrackers in between this, that, and Neo. So actually, I haven't been Nutcrackering forever. I haven't. <laughs> and yes, I still tear up when the snow scene starts. <laughs> Out of... Fear. Out of fear. Anxiety. It depends on the night. It's so beautiful, and I'm just like, oh, I get to like wear these point shoes and just like be the snowflake. <laughs> oh, yeah. Glamorous. <laughs> um, and this is the first year you aren't doing Spanish. How do you feel about that? I don't know. I don't know, like when you're rehearsing it, you're, when you're doing shop girls, yeah, I'm, I kind of like part of me is like, oh, I kind of want to get out there and throw my leg up and like, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then now you're doing Arabian, which is Mae West in our version, and this is your first time ever doing Arabian, right? Never, ever have I done Arabian. Wow. But I, I'm, not, I'm not like the flexi girl, like mm -hmm. that's not me. <laughs> Well, but, you know, I, it certainly suits you. My flexiness and Caleb and I, when we're dancing, you know, we, we make an appearance. Yeah, how have you, um, <laughs> since it's something that you haven't really had the opportunity to do yet, how have you worked through that? How have, what have you been thinking about to prepare yourself? Well, what I like about, I mean, the fun part is becoming that character and and stepping through the wings and really feeling like I'm entering this other world. So um, what's cool about Mae West is I don't have any like ideas. I, I haven't seen a Mae West Arabian before, so it, it's really fresh mm -hmm. to me. And um, I'm enjoying that aspect, but there's no, you know. Expectations. Ex yes, no expectations. Mm -hmm. And what I'm also enjoying about Mae West is I, I still need to do some some more watching her movies, but um, it's fun. She she was a rad lady, and I get to be her. So mm -hmm. you know, her her she wasn't she was doing Mae West. She wasn't doing anybody else. She she didn't need permission ever to do her thing, and I like that. I like that I get to do this role. Um, I feel like it's good for me, for my personality, because I have a tendency to like try to dot all the I's and like do everything right. But you know what? That's so not Mae West. No. Mae West was, you know, she was all about bucking the system and um, something else I enjoy about our Arabian and Nutcracker. Okay, I'm, I diverge here. Um, okay, Nutcracker, Arabian, it's kind of about showing like this, you know, weird, like amazing, flexible girl, mm -hmm. and she can do these things, but really she's just being manipulated by, you know, her partner to do these cool things. And it's beautiful, but what's cool about Mae West is it's about her, and she's yeah. making the choices, you mm. know? And the, um, the, the original, um, some of our more mainstream Arabians, it's, it, it's more, she's kind of being um, defined by, you know, what's expected of her. And yeah. in this, you know, Mae West, my, the first thing I do is chasse on and I swagger up to my man and I'm like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's, a, there's a lot of girl power in this, in this version, I think. You know, the strength of Marie and her leadership there, what she wants to see and Johnny taking her out. 
Rosie's. Oh yeah. Uh, the the power like Juliana's playing. Maybe I'm jumping on your question, no, go, so I could. But the the strength that the women had when the men were away, and mm. you know, I, I just feel like it's a, it's a good ballet to emphasize yeah. the strength of women. Yeah, I'm digging absolutely. It. That's cool. Now's the time to do that. So, mm -hmm. and I love that insight about Mae West. I really never thought of that before. So, mm -hmm. and you're doing Mae West with Anna, Caleb. Uh, yes. So, how's yeah. that going? It's been so fun. It's been a really good process to kind of like get back into some like thorough partnering in point. Um, you know, we uh, uh, I think as a as a partner and as a as a ballet dancer, I feel like Neos kind of goes through seasons and, and rep where we do a lot of really contemporary stuff where we're just dancing in socks and all over the floor all the time. And then we Nutcracker, we always come back to like um, a lot. Well, it's a very contemporary version. We just come back to uh, really uh, needing to center and find that technique and find a different way to perform. Um, and I feel like as a dancer and a partner, like every time I come back to that point, I like re am reinventing the way that I'm working and the way that I'm trying to perform mm -hmm. who I am and what I'm using my technique to do. Um, and I feel like partnering with Anna this time has really um, been that, again, just in a very fresh way. Um, and it's been really fun to just really work out those details to find um, <clears throat> the way that some very kind of tricky maneuvers can become really seamless and, and feel easy in the end. Mm -hmm. um, and then, uh, yeah, it's really fun. I feel like um, del delving into ballet performance I think is always uh, just a unique a different type of challenge every every style has its own challenges but um, delving into it uh, has a really a special type of reward to it as well oh so, absolutely yeah <clears throat> I definitely second that and I dig it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so Brandon this is what your eighth day with us you're on your second week <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. and you haven't done a nutcracker since 2003. 2003 and you were doing a musical before this right yes uh, most recently I was doing Wicked on Broadway mm -hmm. I did Wicked for about almost seven years I did it on the road first for a little over two years, and then I went to the Broadway company, and then I would leave to do other things and then come back. That, that shows like a family. You leave and come back, and leave and come back. Right. Um, but the last Nutcracker I did, I was an apprentice with Ballet Austin in Texas. And um, what did I play? Russian. Russian's a three, uh, three men trio, mm -hmm. and I was a rat. Nice. Nice. And it was a lot of fun, but yeah, that was the last time, 2003, so it's been a while. I've been strictly musical theater, so this is super exciting for me to get back into my concert dance roots. Yeah, how does that feel? Um, it hurts. <laughs> in a good way, in a very good way. I feel, it's so funny because day one, I went home and I took an Epsom salt bath and I was like, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> but each day I come in and I just, you know, chip away and I just drink my coffee and I mm -hmm. do my best. And, and every day it's getting a little bit easier um, 
the fundamentals are slowly coming back and and I'm really excited to just be moving like this again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Matt and Cassie, this is your second time doing Marie and Johnny. This is your first time doing it together. So, and you're not really, last year you had to focus on other roles such as Spanish and snow and you and baseball player and you had to focus on quite a hefty role with bogey. So, but so this year's a little different. What other than that, what has evolved since last year playing or dancing Marie and Johnny? What feels different? Does it feel easier? Does it are there things that feel like you've been able to explore more, delve into deeper in a way? Um, yeah, I think that with it just being like one role this year, it's been a lot easier to focus on like my character and just um, how I can be like a 15-year-old girl, you know, because, um, I mean, when I come to the studio every day to dance, when we're not doing Nutcracker, we're, I'm not trying to be a 15-year-old girl, right. so it's like a lot different, and I have to like, um, you know, really... <clears throat> find a different character than I would usually play when I'm coming in here. And, um, dancing with Matt's super fun. Um, we, you know, we have a lot of stuff in common. We like play video games and watch some of the same <laughs> animes and stuff. So getting to connect together while we dance has been really cool too. So. I agree. I, I really longed to do Marie with Cassie last year when mm. she was doing just we're, we, we do things differently and um, it's been fun exploring and discovering uh, what things we can uh, bring to the stage and uh, how we act differently in the party and um, just seeing each other and uh, communicating and, uh, and I still I feel we're still discovering it too and uh, it does feel like uh, I don't know it's, it's felt shorter than usual how much time we usually work with uh, Nutcracker. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's, I feel like it, it's been a little bit pressed to like discover now. Like, yeah. Quickly. Um, but it's still been enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling that for sure. But it's kind of an exercise like not being able to spend a lot of time just being able to just aggressively get in there works a different part of your brain so I guess it's it's a good mm -hmm. challenge mm -hmm. yeah so Juliana you usually do Arabian and now you're doing something much different Tuesday musical how do you feel about that how's it going uh, I really enjoy it I mean as Anna did a very well description of Mae West it's definitely a completely different mindset, I guess you can say. May, May West has her, like, you know, sultry, um, this is me type of attitude, I guess. Whereas Tuesday Musical represents all of the strong women, especially in that time, who were taking care of the families and the children while the men were at the war. And they were mm -hmm. the ones that kind of, like, held their ground and supported everyone. So, like, it's kind of cool to be like, I'm representing all of that. Yeah. And, um, showing that um, women in today's world are, 
are fierce. <laughs> yeah, and what about the, the dancing part of it? The dancing is great. I mean, I, uh, there's a lot more turns than, than um, I'm used to, and I'm not a very good turner, but I like it because it challenges me and mm -hmm. forces me to, of course, you know, face my fears of turns. Yeah. <laughs> but, so it's good for me. <laughs> so what are your guys' favorite parts of the Nutcracker? For me, I really like party scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Katie, you're a brat in party scene. <laughs> You've I get the pleasure of being your mother. You're <laughs> the mom. Naughty. You're Katie's yeah, mom. Yeah. She's a brat. You've always been a mom before, yeah, haven't you? But now you get to be a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. The teenager role. I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to explore what that is because I don't really want to be a bratty teenager, but then how else do I, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Why not? But it's a funny one, though. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny. Mm -hmm. to, yeah, it makes it fun. Yeah, mm -hmm. true. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's been one. That's not. It's been a challenge. Challenging thing. Uh, mentally to just keep processing what kind of teenager am I right. being you know like because um, there's like a level of humor that you want to find without overdoing it but without timidly doing it mm -hmm. so that it doesn't look believable yeah um, yeah just always finding that balance of, of keeping a story going when it's the story isn't centered on you um, but uh, not upstaging anyone else either mm -hmm. yeah it's been really fun for me as a non-teenager in the show to be watching you guys like get your teenage selves on. <laughs> Gotta say, I love that moment when um, Katie and um, a friend and Marie come out in the at the very beginning, and mm -hmm. right away you're just like, you have a crush on Johnny, don't you? Mm -hmm. <laughs> get right down to it. Yeah, I love watching you guys mm -hmm. do. That. Mm. Favorite part though. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I enjoy playing the snowplow a lot because mm -hmm. it's very. Cool a lot. That music is cool. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. nice. Yeah. Uh, but I also love, uh, we haven't really done it yet, um, but there's a moment after Flowers where we get to just watch the, um, the duet. Mm -hmm. I remember just being on stage being like, wow, this is really nice. Like, one, we don't, we don't have to dance, but that's, right. that's not the point. The point <laughs> is that we, we almost get to experience it with the audience. Yeah. Mm. And that's something that's really we cool. don't get to do for um, most of the other, the, the other dance. And other party scenes, we're able to watch dances, um, like the baseball player and the grandpa. Um, but in the studio, we get to see each other dance, and we get to see, like, oh, I love that part, or I love it when you do that, or that looked great today. But for the show, we don't get to see that. And all the stressful stuff for you is over, so you just kind of. That's true. At that point, you dance, just enjoy like, it. You're not thinking about oh, yeah, anything else. Well, you have to yeah. catch me. Oh, you can't forget that. True. <laughs> <laughs> you have one more bike ride. <laughs> no, Casey's yeah. got the bike ride now. Oh, uh, yeah, we yeah, made the change. He's riding so. a bike in point shoes. I just want to echo that. <laughs> she can do it. She can do anything. She's a strong, independent. You're right. That's right. That's, that's definitely I love that's watching cool. snow because oh, wow. it's the moment for me when you transition from reality to mm. fantasy. Yeah. Mm. And so it takes a turn and you can really just let your mind go and, um, and the music is just so beautiful. Mm. 
It's just such a cool yeah. moment. It's it's genius music. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's why this ballet even survived. Yeah. I mean, the rest of it's great. You know, Tchaikovsky, it's awesome. But that whole snow paw into snow scene into the end of Act One is just... Yeah, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's where we could be the most abstract, I think, as a choreographer. It's just, I, these are the patterns I like. These are the, yeah. you know, it's kind of freeing yeah. to break from the story and just right. create. Uh, the snowflakes aren't acting. Yeah. Anything. It's all yeah. about the movement. Mm-hmm. Although you guys do have a journey, Matt and Cassie. You guys journey through it very well. You're dreaming. Your eyes are like <laughs> back in your head and catching snowflakes. <laughs> yeah. Any other nutcracker thoughts? Well, every every time Cassie has to step out for like she has an outreach commitment for Neos that she goes to, I really enjoy understudying Marie. <laughs> <laughs> so especially during the snow, Matt and I go through it and we have we have a wild ride. Is that third cast Marie? I think I'm third cast Marie right now, yeah. Wait, who's who's second cast? Matt's always been second cast. Matt's gonna be Marie and Johnny at the think, same time. I think uh, I think you might have replaced me as second cast. Oh, oh my I don't know I if I'm quite good enough for that. I was I think I'm third. Matt, you're out. Yeah. We're not gonna get down. You got the chop. I got the chop. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Neo says. We're not like all bitter about someone moving up. No longer a second cast marine. I am genuinely proud for Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> and he's understanding snowflakes. I thought I saw yeah. you rush past me I during snow. Trying, today. I was trying to do those Asian pays. Wait, <laughs> That's for real. That's though. actually my understudy role. Like, <laughs> like obviously he's not understudying Marie. <laughs> that my real one is understudying. You never know. Which I mean, is for yeah. Children, right? We're talking about. <laughs> right, the one the one man show Nutcracker is one maybe one of our versions that one we'll have. Show. Another one. I like that. It's all about Caleb. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Bobby. Oh. I don't know if oh. Bobby. That's Bobby does everything. What? Oh. That would be exhausting. Oh. Yeah. I mean, you I've, I've read some rehearsals <laughs> where I've had to do that before. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. Just keep going. Mm. I do want to echo what Matt said, though, about the moment after Flowers getting to watch the grandpa. It's, it's a, it is like, like he said, experiencing what the audience experienced. And then also mm. just for me personally, like in this year, it's so fun. I always love getting to watch Bobby and Brooke partner together because mm-hmm. it's like yeah. you see this like um, years of history yeah. of a relationship <laughs> of marriage of everything that they have worked together for and you just see this like trust and this closeness and um, when things go perfectly when things they have to work through like uh, it's it's so inspiring and cool to see like uh, and to know personally um, from just friendship, this like depth of partnership that they have. Mm. And it's really, really fun mm-hmm. to watch. Absolutely. I agree. Mm-hmm. Thanks, cool. guys. Thank mm-hmm. I think we're having our 25th dance anniversary. Wow. What do you mean by that? That means I started dancing about 25 years oh. ago. Brooke had been dancing a long time, but as soon as I started, we were 
partnering together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a small town, so they're like, oh, a guy here, partner. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> so it's been a long, it's been a long time, huh? Yeah. Wow. Did you guys partner much together in your professional Arizona ballet? Not really. Was, yeah. A couple of things. I mean, that in a larger company we yeah. had different sizes. Right. So Brooke mm-hmm. is like when she's on point, maybe even just a hair taller than me. Mm-hmm. So she had guys that were taller <laughs> that could were more prone to being cast with, mm-hmm. with you. We did a couple of things. Didn't we do like a Danny Ezrilo piece together? Mm-hmm. I think well, we yeah, did like a, a Jose Limon, mm-hmm. um, maybe some of the contemporary stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. One of the things I, oh, go ahead. No. One of the things I enjoy about Nutcracker time is, obviously I like the work of it and the actual part of being on stage, but I also like that for like two or three weeks, we're gonna be together like every day until like 10 in the theater and just the camaraderie just comes together even more during that time and it's really fun. Yeah, it has been. I was just telling Bobby that like everyone just seems very positive and it's just a, it's a nice place to come to work. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, even more honest with each other when things aren't going well or this just happened to me today. You know, you just, you, you come out with it and you don't feel ashamed or mm-hmm. any negative feeling. Everyone's, you know, just very helpful and mm-hmm. it's really nice. Mm-hmm. The environment's been awesome. It's right where if I just could write down my wish list of what it was like to work with a company. This is it. Oh, like, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Everyone's honest. Nobody's, like, faking it. It's <laughs> pretty real. Nobody really cares. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody but yeah, cares. Care. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's, yeah, it's good. It's I don't good. care. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, thanks, guys, mm. for, for talking. Thanks, Katie. Thank you. Yeah. Mm. Mared. thank you so much for listening to the podcast and i hope you enjoyed it if you're interested in coming to see a 1940s nutcracker visit neostancetheater.org for tickets I will leave more information in the show notes about it. And if you want to learn more about Neos, listen to the previous episodes if you haven't already. Follow Neos on Instagram at Theater and like our Facebook page. And until next time, have a good weekend, and I hope to see you at the Nutcracker this year.